Hello, this is Charles Zuta, and I'm your host for the Fountain of Life podcast, and I'm really excited to have you be part of this podcast series. I thank God for the opportunity that this podcast gives us to share God's word and to fellowship and to grow together in our faith. So I'm really, really happy and excited that you've taken time to listen to this podcast or to watch it on YouTube and all the other places that will be transmitting the messages that this podcast is offering to you. God is so good to us. You know, the whole philosophy or the whole idea behind this podcast is in Psalm 36 and verse 9 where the Bible says that in you is the fountain, with you is the fountain of life and in your light we shall see light. This is real because as we do life, we come to places where situations and circumstances presents us with more questions than answers. And it may feel like we've just had victory in one area and then suddenly some other things begin to bubble up to the surface. That is life. You are not alone. So I want us to find the strength, the fellowship, the opportunity, the grace to be able to do life in God's way. So irrespective of where you are in your faith, irrespective of where you are right now in your walk with God, or maybe you haven't even started at all, join me Sunday after Sunday and let us share fellowship. Let us find God's way of doing life. And so the messages that we share with you in this podcast try to help us to find the strength that we need to do life joyfully, to do life with gladness to do life with meaning so if it means that right now you don't have any answers or things are not the way that they should be why don't we spend time together looking at god's word so we'll be coming your way with this exciting messages that within which you can find the nuggets of strength that you need to do life so I'm really, really excited as you have joined us in this maiden episode of the Fountain of Life podcast. Remember, with God is the fountain of life. If all you want is life, if all you want is light in a dark world, I guess this is the fine place to be as we learn from God's word and we grow together. So I want us to begin at a point where God spoke to a gentleman in the Bible about impending events and how he wants that person to prepare for it. And I'm speaking about Noah. So for some of us who might have learned about this in our Sunday schools or read about it and we may have might have heard some wonderful sermons preached about Noah but there are still aspects of that conversation that is relevant to our living today so for this initial podcast I want us to address the topic building for ourselves an ark building for ourselves an ark 
the story begins in Genesis chapter 6 and I'll just read a few verses for us in Genesis chapter 6 verse 13 and 14 this is what God said and God said to Noah the end of all flesh has come before me for the earth is filled with violence through them and behold I will destroy them with the earth make yourself an ark of gopher wood and make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and outside with pitch so God spoke to Noah and this verse struck a chord with me for so many decades ago as I read it and I still find it super relevant to our situation now in the 21st century and our individual lives and even the life of nations and all so who was God talking to really I mean if you want to drill down so just a bit of background before we begin to digest this first God saw that the earth his creation had become so so evil in earlier parts of this verse he says I regret that I've made man I mean that is a really really strong statement for a father to say that I regret that I have children or I regret that I have a child some of you might have been at the receiving end of that kind of evaluation by parents and the effects may have been devastating on your life and all and I don't mean to trigger any negative emotions even as you listen to this but I'm just recapping the state of mind God was in when he said those words to Noah so what does that really mean there is so much evil that it repents him that's the word used in the King James Version repents me that I made man and as a result of that conversation God had with Noah he gave Noah specific instructions he said build for yourself an ark build for yourself an ark that is a very very loaded statement everything around Noah was in complete decay society was in a huge mess and it's just evil continuously but God found Noah as the only righteous person that he wanted to rebuild with but the question that came to my mind as I read this is simple God created the universe he spoke the stars and the planets and everything into being and the Bible says that he upholds all things by the word of his power so this God created everything very powerful when he wanted to save a small family eight people and a few animals to continue creation on earth and life on earth why didn't he just speak the boat or the ark into being after all, he had the power to wave planets and stars into existence why didn't he just wave 
the stars and the plant, you know, the, the ark into being. But he asked Noah to build it. He asked him to build it. So that is the core of what struck me. That, and it aligns with a lot of things that I've seen in the Bible. That God wants to work with us. He wants to be a part of the things that affect our lives. And he respects our will and our choices. So a lot of times, you know, society tells people, oh, come on, lift yourself up by your shoestrings. Well, sometimes there are people who don't have shoes and there are others who may not even have feet. So, and we also hear, oh, God helps those who help themselves. Well, there are people who may not be able to help themselves, but they need God. Like Lazarus, he was dead. He couldn't help himself. He had no faith. So, he needed to come back to life. So if we are using those measures, we will not be fully understanding how God operates. So even though God had the power to let the ark just appear miraculously to save those people, God in a sense wanted to engage with Noah. So I don't want to just say that in every situation God wants us to be the ones who drive everything. But on the same note, I want you to know that God needs your cooperation. And even if you don't have a shoe and the situation is demanding that you pull yourself by your shoestring, God will find a way to bring you along. For instance, in the case of Lazarus, they had built a network with Jesus. So because of that, even though Lazarus couldn't participate in that process of his life and redemption, because of that network they built with Jesus, it brought redemption to him. So there is some truth in that whole spectrum of how God deals with us. There are times there's nothing we can contribute to the process. And God recognizes that. He says, I recognize that you are flesh and blood. He knows our limitations. And so, the basic elements that God expects in that whole spectrum, whether you have something to bring, however little that thing is, God is not going to totally override your component. So, God brought Noah into this conversation. He brought him in because it's not just about getting into an ark and then being saved. There is life after the flood and God will need Noah to do more in continuing the human race. So as a child of God or somebody who maybe you are beginning this journey, maybe Religion has taught you that God will do it all. Yes, He will. But 
he needs a starting point with you and so that is where I want us to begin this conversation even as we take our journey in the Fountain of Life podcast that God needs your cooperation he needs something from you to be able to bring those changes and the things that you so much crave he needs something from you. however little that is you see sometimes we feel like I need to do XYZ and do it 10 times over to win God's favor and God's love that thinking is great but sometimes we realize that we are just frail there's nothing that we can bring to this situation and all we can do is just cry out Lord help me help me and God recognizes that as well but whether you are strong in faith or you are struggling and you really don't know what to do there is a very basic element that you can bring to the table in interacting with God that is obedience willingness to follow instructions and being prepared to do what he says that is a basic element God was interacting with Noah about. imagine Noah had said no forget it I don't see any clouds in the sky how on earth are you going to flood this whole planet <laughs> well that would have changed the scriptures God would have found another way to preserve life but Noah didn't do that he obeyed and that is very very crucial the first step in building that ark is obedience but that obedience precedes something the precedence to that obedience is God's own actions he's speaking God spoke he I don't know most probably he might have had interactions with Noah because he called Noah as the only righteous person so Noah must have been doing something good relative to God so he must have known the voice of God or known how God interacts with him so God spoke and I want us to dive deeper a little bit into that conversation between Noah and God first he spoke directly to Noah he spoke directly to Noah Noah was the first person God was addressing but in addition to that he was also speaking indirectly to Noah's generation the people who were there and then the third category of people that God was speaking to is those who were yet to be born who will learn lessons from that conversation that he's having with Noah so there were three audience three you know segments of God's audience directly to Noah indirectly to his generation and then to generations yet unborn like you and I who are reading this story today the lessons that we are learning from it is so applicable and so relevant to our existence that it feels like God is talking to us alright so laying this foundation to this discussion before I go into any detail you may be asking what has this got to do with me why am I even spending my time listening to this well what is the objective of the ark it is to save life 
preserve life. Because when God says judgment is coming, he means judgment is indeed coming. So whether we believe it or not, it doesn't change God's agenda. So the relevance of this conversation to us is the fact that God a task on Noah's table and that is what applies to us. A lot of us, we are looking for hiding places. Safety in our work environment, careers. We, we have a clear idea what that safety should look like. Good homes, children, peace in our lives. Those are all things that we crave. But we need to build those things. They don't just happen by chance. That is the problem. That is why this is relevant. So when God told Noah, build yourself an ark, in essence, he's talking to us. Because everything that is durable, everything that is valuable, everything that is something that we cherish, we expend energy and effort in that thing. For instance, a good home doesn't just happen. You face adversity, you face challenges in that home, and you find a way to overcome. A good career doesn't just happen. You go and get training in various areas. You find an opportunity, you apply, you go for interviews, you get a job, you work. So everything that is good, that is durable, involves some expenditure of energy. So we can't just sit back and assume that it's going to happen just by itself. So if you look back over the years, if you look back and it's it's kind of a, brings a lot of pain to people looking back on their lives and they have been telling themselves maybe what i've been telling themselves i wish i had done it better i wish i had done this way which i'd done this other way so why didn't we do it then when we had opportunity so that is the relevance of this to build ourselves an ark because the things that we build ultimately provides the shelter and the security that we need in the face of the challenges so that is my challenge to you in this initial podcast what are you building most importantly how are you building because god is not going to do it all he needs your cooperation he lays the rules he gives us all the warning signs. He gives us the strength. He gives us the opportunities. It is up to us. Just like it was up to Noah to listen to the warning God was given and to rise up and then build something for his own good. I know the good thing about this, why it kind of brings in an interesting topic that is about the grace of God. God didn't just ask Noah, go out there and then build an ark. He 
gave Noah the instructions and the blueprint of how to build that ark, what the dimensions should be, and even the engineering of that ark. He said, use gopher wood. Baby is a very porous wood. And then he told them, pitch, pitch or bitumen into that whole structure. Make it watertight. Give Noah the directions. That is the grace of God. Maybe Noah didn't have both build, both building skills. But God, the creator of the whole universe, knew how to do it. And he gave those instructions. So in the same way, you don't need to have it all. I say it again, you don't need to have it all. If you have it all, you don't need God. So it's okay when you feel deficient. It's okay when you feel inadequate. It's okay. It's okay. When you are totally overwhelmed. Because what that does is that it creates that hunger in your heart to run to God and say, help me. Help me. That is what grace is about. Bible says God's grace is sufficient for us. And it's, it's made perfect in our weaknesses. That is why when people say pull yourself up by your shoestrings. Or they say God helps those who help themselves. There are situations where you can't help yourself. And you don't even have shoes. Those are the grace moments. Those moments you can run to God. And say Father. I don't have what it takes. I need you. And when you do that. It brings you. To the fountain of life brings you to God Himself. He opens His resources and begins to lead you. So, as we continue on this journey, as we look at how to strengthen our life and strengthen our faith and deal with life challenges, I will leave you with this thought What are you building, and how are you building? Because those things requires effort and it doesn't happen you need to develop fellowship with God you need to listen to his word you need to invest time in prayer because that is how you come to know God because if Noah didn't know God he wouldn't even have known that it was God that was talking to him so I'm going to pause on this note and in the next series in this podcast I will look at the relevance of the other category of people that God was talking to and how that applies to us I believe by spending time listening to this message your faith has been strengthened and my prayer for you is that you press the reset button if you've given up on hope life and faith in God because God wants to do life with you but he needs you he needs your part he needs your participation however little that is it can start with just obedience and surrounding your will because the Bible says that in God is looking up to us and by our confession we come to salvation and in our hearts we believe unto salvation so those are simple steps that you can take to start that journey go back to God tell him I need you 
I need all that you have to offer. Because from that point, I believe it's going to be okay with me. So thank you so much. And join me again in the next series on this particular message of building a foundation. And I sincerely believe that your faith is going to increase. Thank you so much. And God richly bless you. Restorer of my soul, I worship you today.